Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. So, recently, the Chief Economist at the Department of Finance said there's no doubt that some jobs won't exist in future with the advance of artificial intelligence. How worried, if, all, if at all, should we be? I'm delighted to be joined now by AI expert and author of AI Unleashed, Mark Kelly. Also joining me is Rossa Mullally. He's the commercial director with Sigmar Recruitment. Mark, we might start with you. Um, maybe let's just talk about the jobs at a high level that we feel might be impacted by artificial intelligence. Yeah, thanks, thanks Bobby. So when we look at the report that came out from the IMF, and this is what was referenced before, it talked about the instability of, of AI in terms of what's going to impact job sectors around the world. And it talked about you know, losses, but also talked about product, productivity gains and, and how you can actually increase. There's certain sectors that will be impacted by AI more than others. You know, when we look at financial, in, financial industries, uh, you've also got more administrative customer support. So these sectors, we feel that will be changed. What we're finding, though, across the board, across nearly every industry, is there's a restructure, a redefinition of jobs, and CEOs are under pressure to reimagine what's currently available because we're in this really strange environment where we expect more. We're in a certain environment. Customer experience expectations are through the roof, but we need to do more with less, and AI and automation does help with that. Okay. Uh, Rossa Mullally, Commercial Director with Sigmar, Again, somebody who talks to a lot of people on a daily basis about jobs and you see job trends. Is this just not the evolution of work that different technology displaces one thing, but those people who worked in that find other jobs? Yeah, I'd agree, to be honest with you. I think that the difference this time, like technology has always replaced jobs. There's jobs that, you know, existed 100 years ago that don't exist today, like the guy carrying around the ice on his, um, you know, on his back uh, when we now have refrigerators. Um, but like, it's just accelerated. The pace of uh, change has accelerated. When I started in recruitment, we would hire for telesales people for the likes of Golden Pages. And they don't exist anymore. Um, everybody's doing something different. The difference now is that AI is probably just going to accelerate that change. Okay. But there'll just be new jobs. Yeah. And when you go back to the, the days of the Golden Pages, and it's a really good example because we all remember it. Yeah. Uh, it employed a lot of people. Remind me of the numbers. Oh, like there, could, uh, there would be maybe hundreds of people working in, yeah. in, in the call centres there. But like, thank God that job is gone because it was a bit of a pain having to ring somebody up to get a phone number. We can just do it on our phones now. Yeah. And I think that one of the other things about AI is it's going to replace jobs that we don't necessarily want to be doing. One thing that I was thinking about when we were going, knew I was going to be discussing this, would I be right in saying uh, that the work from home jobs, and again, like a lot of people are delighted to be able to work from home, but is that not the place where AI is likely to be most prevalent? So what we're seeing is that organisations want to reimagine what that environment looks like. And there's a lot of benefits from working from home. There's a high level of productivity gains from it. However, coming together, sparking ideas, having that, you know, this relationships is very difficult to do remotely. And firms want to have people coming together more to do that. Now, whether or not people are ready to come back to the office five days a week, 
is debatable. We're seeing a lot of firms actually saying you can't work from home on a Friday now because the challenge is, is that if you're working three days a week, you're already come Monday, you're, you're, you're kind of talking about starting a week, maybe Tuesday, and by Thursday, you're already planning a weekend. I think that ship has, has, has sailed. Would you agree, Rasa, on work from home? That there's, like, the genie's out of the bottle there, surely. Yeah, it's, it's going to be impossible to, com- to put it back in completely. But, like, if we think about this, we could, have, we could have phoned this interview in. We could have done this by video call. But we're here together because we can look at each other, we can get a sense of what's And it's happening. a better interview. It's a better interview. And it, there's, uh, no, there's no substitute for it. So I would be worried to a degree if my job is highly repetitive and I did it from home. And also if you look at things like customer service, by way of example, you know... If you talk about uh, changing a util- utility, trying to inquire about your broadband, like they're all nightmarish from a consumer perspective in terms of the experience. So like the chatbot, while it may be the direction that these companies are going, it's not what the consumer wants. Yeah, and, and just on that, Bobby, you, those processes are very, very labour intensive. And if you lose your phone, for example, to go and get a new phone, contact one of the providers, pick it is a very challenging thing. But we are finding that there's no personal assistance chatbots that have really, really topped the game, that by the end of the year, you'll be able to say to that chatbot, go and find me this type of phone, create this type of package. So is it just that the chatbots and that type isn't developed enough so, for it to be, correct. Uh, to displace correct. talking to a so, human. So historically, the chatbots have been really, really mm. poor. People's experience are negative. It's almost like, get me out of that. However, that's changed. So the consequences are now is people are, are comfortable using them. They're becoming higher, they just become more personalised. And that means that people who work in those call centres do higher value activities, while people who want to get more routine tasks can use those chatbots. However, you have to build that trust because one of the challenges you have with AI is people don't necessarily trust this. Same way as you're going to the match today, Bobby. And I said to you, I want to go and come with you, but I'm going to bring my colleague, Paul. And you say, well, you know, I met Paul before. I didn't necessarily get on with him. And I say to you, no, Bobby, he's changed. He's a changed man. You be a little bit hesitant. And you say, I prefer not to meet him. And people feel like that with AI. We have to build that trust again. Please don't bring Paul, Mark. Uh, if we go back to, uh, to, to uh, I suppose, people maybe setting out in the, the jobs world, people thinking about maybe what career path to take, Rasa, would 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 it maybe is too generalistic to say this, but you know the type of jobs where you're needed in person, sort of healthcare nurses, doctors, teachers, musicians, hairdressers, chefs, they're all place people that have to turn up yeah. to, to to actually be in it and they're they're in situ providing the, the work that they do. So would you think that there might be a bias towards that type of employment when people start getting maybe fearful about being displaced by AI or AI. Absolutely. I, I, I think that if you were to give advice to, to people going into their career, I would try and choose a job that involves human interaction as much yeah. as possible. That That is going to be very difficult to replace. Or a job that uh, kind of uh, might be able to be... There's some jobs that can be replaced by, by robots right now. We're all wearing watches. Um, we don't need them. We haven't needed them for... 20, 30 years, you know what I mean? Yeah. We still just choose to wear them. Likewise, if we get on a plane, the plane might be able to fly itself, but I'd much prefer if the pilot was there, just in case, you know? Yeah, but if you look at, um, and this is where I think we, are, the fears are, are, are somewhat ill-founded, 
if you look at the BMW factory, which I was in actually in Munich, that used to employ 50,000 people. It now employs something, I think, like 10,000 that look after the robots. But it's still 10,000 jobs that are looking after uh, the robot, the automation. So so that's just, maybe there's less people, but they're doing different things. So one of the things that people are going to find by December of this year is their productivity gains are going to improve potentially from 25 to 35% by using off-the-shelf AI. So for example, you'll be able to create a presentation, be able to set up a press release, be able to onboard new employees, offboard employees by using tools that are going to make your process a lot more available. From a small to business, small business owners or solopreneurs, there's never been a better time to be in work, to start your own business because you've got all these tools and productivity hacks that will be able to help you do so many different gains. So there's less importance on having a big payroll as a startup because of some of these technologies. Absolutely. So so if you're a, you're a startup and you're thinking, right, I need to make sure to protect my cash. Well, there's so many tools that you can use to get you off the ground. And then when you're making the decision to hire people, you become a lot more conscious about what they're going to do. So from an employer's perspective, they need to sit down and think, let's reimagine how we're going to look work with our workforce. Who do we need to hire? What part can we use technology? But most importantly, the augmentation. It's using the person and the technology, having a human in the loop to do better work. And that creates a better customer experience. Let's use customer support. With customer support now, you can use AI to summarize the query, come back with a template to send across to to choose which answer to respond back in real time. So the customer support agent has I'd sooner talk to I'd sooner talk to a human. Well, Uh, we'll be the human with the technology beside them rather than one or the other. Last word to you, Rasa. We shouldn't be worried is what you're saying. No, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't so what be should we be doing to, pre- to prepare ourselves? Be prepared to upscale. Be prepared to embrace new technology. If you're standing still and you're not in- engaging with new technology, you're going to be left behind. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, it's, uh, it's a riveting discussion. I think everybody needs to take stock of their job and where they are in relation to AI. Delighted uh, to have that conversation with Mark Kelly, author of AI Unleashed and Rossa Mullally, Commercial Director of Sigmar. Thanks for coming in, lads. I enjoyed that discussion. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.